isn't the point of traveling to get away from it all, to feel the best you've ever felt? Then maybe you should check out Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool white sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. When your trip comes to an end, you won't need another vacation because you just had the vacation. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader the station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Oh, yeah. When you hear that music, you know what that means. It's time for the half hour of power, the best show post show. Just 30 minutes of rapid fire, unscreened phone calls I would give the number out it doesn't matter this is this happened already we're joined this week as always it's not the half hour power without AP Mike and AP Mike is here obviously how are you Mike I'm doing well Tom you're good we have the one and only studio Jason Gore here Wait, did that not? Uh, that, is that okay? There we go. Oh, oh, there we go. Hello, 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 hello to you. And you are joined by the one and only Pat Byrne. Ahoy, hoy, ahoy, hoy. Pat's new saying. Everybody's got a thing. <laughs> says, I'm new to this. I, I didn't know he had a, ahoy, a catchphrase. Ahoy. Yeah, yeah. Should we all get catchphrases? Or oh, don't worry, you have a catchphrase. <laughs> And we also have Jim Murphy is here. Nobody told me I needed a catchphrase. Well, that's your catchphrase. Uh-huh. Nobody told me I needed a catchphrase. Sounds like something would be written on a on a WC Fields uh, tombstone. Nobody told me I needed a catchphrase. <laughs> so let me just tell people: call. Let's see. Ooh, ooh, ooh. That. There we go. Let me just do this. Hold on. So what? Uh, what? What's going on with you, Mike? Not a whole lot. Um, you know, I've I'm working several jobs. Um, it's just uh, just an unusual life I'm putting together right now. <laughs> well, it's you sometimes, know. <laughs> sometimes it adds up in the weirdest yeah, ways. Yeah. 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 I'm reading the uh, Trouble Boys, the, uh, the book about the replacements. Yeah. And, you know, they kind of make the point that they were pretty much fueled by desperation. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm kind of re- really relating to that now, you know. Sure. Unfortunately, I'm in my 50s. They were in their, <laughs> their ba- teens. Yeah, back against the wall. <laughs> you know, yeah. It's kind of kind of different, you know, slightly different circumstances. No different. No different. You can do it. Yeah. Very, very good book, though. I, I recommend it. That is so weird that, that cable is being odd. I don't know. I don't like it. No, oh, now the thing is playing the wrong music. Oh, the whole show's falling <laughs> apart. The cable's not working. Let me block that off so it just repeats. There it is. Back. No. No. Okay, I'm just going to unplug this all together. Yeah. And we'll just, let's hand that one back and forth. Love it. Down and dirty. Mike's the only one with a working mic. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't sabotage that mic. Yeah, he loves it. Mike loves it. I know you didn't sabotage it, Mike, but you love it. You love watching these guys squirm. <laughs> right? No. No, I don't. Yeah, you love it. I want a smooth, easy-flowing professional sure. broadcast so, so you you don't like where you're necessarily at with certain things adding up but it'll, it's a way it's where you ride the thing yeah. you're up and you're down right yeah no I, I'm, I'm you know i mean the, the shirts have, have been a, a you know a great thing they've really helped me out and i'm even thinking of you know expanding uh the clothing line and i, I thought maybe i i pitch something to you tom 
I think this might appeal to you. As, uh, <laughs> this is the worst. As, it's just uh, the worst. Tom's as, already shaking as, his head. It's just the worst. You know, uh, I was reading uh, this uh, Chekhov story, mm-hmm. and a character comes to the door in the middle of the night, and he's wearing an article of clothing, which I, I think may be the funniest article of clothing uh, ever devised. What is that? Well, take a guess. It's the middle of the night. What do you think is like sort of? Th- let's ju- let me say that this article of clothing is not really worn anymore, and and I think that was part of why I thought it was funny. But at one time, mm-hmm. this this article of clothing was popular, and you see them in old movies. Um, like, and a, I, well, like a what, a waistcoat? No, it's it's the nightcap. Oh yeah, like a like a floppy old nightcap. Yeah, that you know people would wear to bed. Mm-hmm. And you know, I was thinking we had that caller a couple of weeks ago. Fell asleep, mm-hmm. you know, on the line. Yeah. And you know, you know, Mick, the Mickey Mouse Club had the ears. Mm-hmm. And I was wondering, maybe like a best show nightcap mm-hmm. might be something that would be marketable to this audience. Hmm. Well, let's see what the audience responds yeah, to okay. that. An AP Mike nightcap. Well, no, no, not necessarily. No, I don't want my name on this thing. <laughs> don't dump my show's reputation on it. <laughs> Best show. No, half hour power. You're on. Uh, hey, Tom, what's up? Um, Who's I, it? uh, I actually uh, don't have anything. <laughs> I saw this one on Watch Twitter, so I called it. Who is <laughs> it? Who is it? Uh, my name's Nathan. Where are you calling from, Nathan? New York City. Well, Nathan. You're here with AP Mike and Dudio and Pat and Jim Murphy, photographer. Hey what did you here? Ask Mike. Ask what are questions you want to ask anybody? Me or Mike or Dude? Just ask anything. Let's hear. Um, I want to know who you guys are going to vote for and why. Not not president. Not for president. Mm-hmm. You said not for president. Yeah, just who else are you going to... You know what? Who else are you going to... Anything but president. Who are you going to... I'm going to vote no on the uh, North Jersey casino referendum. I think that, that would... Well, they're trying to expand uh, casinos in North Jersey mm-hmm. and, yeah. pretty, and pretty much, uh, you know, give Atlantic City the coup de grace. I mean, that's that would be the end of Atlantic that's City, the, pretty much. Yeah, that's the death blow for yeah. Atlantic City. <laughs> yeah. If they pretty much say no one from north of Atlantic City is going to go there, yeah, because now nobody from Philly is going there anymore because there's that casino literally in Philadelphia. Yeah. So would that ex- would that like explode in certain areas? Like Secaucus would be the new. I think they were Atlantic even, City. They were even talking about uh, talking about Liberty City. Park. Yeah, They're talking about Jersey City Jersey and, City. and, and yeah. the Meadowlands would have casinos and just bring more traffic to the area. Which you know we always need more traffic in this area. Um, so yeah, I think it's just a disaster. Funny enough, you know who's running for president? Who also ruined Atlantic City? Me. You. Yes. Yes. You. Yeah, Nathan. <laughs> you. Look, I don't want to talk about. Yeah, this is what I'm. This is my policy. Yeah, with this, you can get politics literally anywhere you want right now. I've been trying to keep this show as some sort of oasis from <laughs> the from the 23 hour, not 23. It's it's six days a week, 21 hours, six. Oh, can I do the math? Six days and 21 hours. Every it's just all. Oh, that's all you get anywhere. Just trying to make this a fun thing where it just isn't that right now. It's the most boring thing on earth. Mm-hmm. So why'd you bring it up? Yeah, I, I agree. <laughs> way to go, Nate. Not agree more. And, and, and there's even certain phrases that that I you know are painful every time they they use them, and it's like double down. How many times have we heard double down during this campaign? Oh, well, it's by far my favorite sandwich. And then there's bad optics. That's another one that, you know, I, I it's just like, you know, the, the media just catches on to certain phrases and they just wear them out. And uh, it's exhausting. 
Yeah, the double down's a KFC sandwich, isn't it? <laughs> yes. Yeah. So I'm going to send, look, uh-huh. speaking of sandwich, isn't there a thing that's like a, isn't there a, a n- new sandwich that you guys were going to try? Well, there's, uh, we never tried the Whopperito. We kind of left that one hanging. And is out that there. currently on the wa- on the I, Burger King I, I menu? Think, yeah, I think they're still doing it, unless they replaced it with the what is it, the spicy chicken fries? The There's so many the, options, guys. That looks how about the, uh, the ham dog in Australia now? You guys saw that? The, the, the ham dog? Yeah, yeah, I'd eat yeah. that. <laughs> it looks like a. Have you seen that photo no. circulating? Nope. It's literally a. A hot dog that looks like it's having intercourse. It's a, it's a hamburger, with a hamburger with a hot dog cross section. Yeah, yeah, it just looks stupid. You know, you can't even I, get your I, mouth around it, I so you got to work at it from different angles. That's well, the worst that's thing true. you've ever said. Today. <laughs> I tell you, you sometimes you try to be upsetting with the things you say. You're now, you're now. <laughs> say that a phrase again. You can't fit it all in your mouth. Yeah, so you got to work on it from different, <laughs> different angles. angles. Yeah, yeah. That's, is that what the nightcap hat yeah. will say? Yeah, it could say anything. Say. Uh-huh. Yeah, it should say hat. Should say go to bed with AP Mike. No, I thought maybe I just have nighty night. Nighty night. Oh, that's like a, <laughs> what is this? A Stephen King book? No, is it? Wasn't that from a Bugs Bunny cartoon? Oh, it was night. No, when he was yeah. When when he was, was floating, when he was, yeah. When they filled his little rabbit hole with water, and his mattress went up, and yeah. then they fished did him I, off the mattress and dragged him into the haunted ever, castle. Uh, finally, yeah. managed to kill Bugs Bunny. Uh-huh. What's that? Did ever Fudd ever manage to finally kill Bugs Bunny? What was the end? Of no. Oh, come on. Look. No. Good guys no. win. Yeah. The best thing about Bugs Bunny is when you name all these Mickey the Disney things, just like. Like Mickey Mouse, he's friends with Donald Duck, like Donald Duck and Goofy, and they're all friends. You name it, people in the in the Warner Brothers ones, like yeah, you got Bugs Bunny and Donald and Daffy Duck. It's like, no, they hated each other. They were in war with each other. Well, who else was there? Well, there was Elmer Fudd. He was trying to kill both of them. Tweety Bird and Sylvester. Yeah, they're trying to kill each other. Yeah. Then you got uh, it's 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 a thing it's where real conflict. There are literally not two of them that are friends in that whole thing. Yeah, the Roadrunner, Wiley Hello? Coyote. <laughs> hey, can you call the show? I'm sorry. We're doing it right now. We're doing it right now. Yeah, call, what? call. We're ready for you. Okay, buddy. Hold on, Nathan. I think Neil Haggerty's going to call uh, okay. Half Hour Power. Thanks, Nathan. Yeah, they're not friends in Warner Brothers world. It's like it's they're like lone lone wolves, all of them. And they make fun of the Disney cartoons within mm-hmm. it, which yeah. I thought as a kid was really cool because it was like it made me feel like I was on the end mm-hmm. of something, you know, bigger. Yes. That you were actually getting something that was mocking. You some. were you you were with the cool kids mm-hmm. watching the Warner Brothers cartoons because there was they were like there was I don't know no. something up with the Disney World it seemed. And who can name any moment from a who's anybody's favorite Mickey Mouse moment? What Steamboat Willie, right? Yeah. Jim, you got a favorite Mickey Mouse moment? <laughs> no, no. Um, I was a Sherman and Peabody kind of. So you like those guys, the yeah. the Rocky and Bullwinkle, Absolutely. and the that's what's dude? That was not Hanna Barbera. That was, uh, oh, was it? no, that was like some fly by night. Uh, yeah, half hour power. Hello, this is Beverly Ginsburg. I took two Ambien. Oh my! Oh my God! It's what happened on what happened on nine eleven happened. Okay, uh-huh. and anyone uh-huh. who says it didn't didn't see it with their own two eyes. I wasn't anywhere near New York, nowhere. Nobody thought you were Beverly. <laughs> right. Nobody thought. Right? How? What so, are you doing? What are we I'm, doing? I, we're, what are you doing right now? We're just taking phone calls uh, for this po- best show post show we do. Oh, that's fun. Do you make any money from that? Do they pay you for that, or you're just doing it for your own fun? It's just to kind of give people something extra to listen to a couple days uh, later. 
This You're is, just being boys. Boys being boys. It's just boys being boys. It's this is Beverly. Wonderful? This is Beverly Ginsburg, who is from Rana and Beverly. Yeah, I'm from Swanscott, Massachusetts, and maybe you haven't heard of it. It's right next to Salem, Mass. That's where the witches went. Uh, the witches, they, they used to hang women and burn them. Is that something? Right in our country. <laughs> yes. You. Right. Tom, Tom yes. who do you have? Who's there with you? Oh, I have AP Mike, the producer of the show, is here. Um, yeah. Tell me more about Ambien. Okay, let me tell you something. The problem with Ambien is that now that I've had it for so long, it's always in my system. So I'm always half awake, half asleep. Mm-hmm. Oh, so I okay. never know whether it's daytime or nighttime. Oh, okay. Does, but, you know, at the, at the end of the day or at the end of the night or whatever it is, okay, addiction is addiction is addiction, okay? Mm-hmm. And we're only going around this earth one time, mm-hmm. and you have to be filled with joy. You understand? Hear music in your heart, mm-hmm. in your heart. So if the ambient, if it brings you joy, right? Yeah. That's fair. As long as you're not abusing it. Uh, No, of course I'm not abusing it. My television is talking right to me, but I'm not abusing anything. (laughs) So so shows are literally speaking directly to you? It doesn't matter if it's a newscast or a sitcom, like a situation comedy. Or that blackish, I love Anthony Anderson blackish. Is that fun? They're very wealthy. They're just like the Cosby's. Remember the Cosby's? Oh, he has had a rough ride. I do. Yeah, I do remember. Yeah. yeah. When Anthony Anderson starts raping people, we'll know that it's just black people oh. comedy that are the problem. Oh, Beverly. <laughs> what are you talking about? You know something? Everyone's very uptight about rape now. I have to tell you something. It used to be considered you were the pretty one if you got picked. Oh. You, What's my, the matter? It was a different world. Now it's your world, and you can do with it what you want. Yeah, but, yeah, but you know what? Terrorism wasn't a factor either. Mm-hmm. Okay? I'm with you. I'll look, Beverly, why don't you come on the proper best show sometime? Or, because, listen, I would, but I get so tired, and I'm in my pajamas right now. Well, I mean, it's very warm here. It's well, so warm, very humid, huh? Well, let's face warm here, too. Yeah. Let's figure it out. <laughs> uh, absolutely. I'll take the Acela. I'll come to New York. I'll go to Bendel's and take all their samples and not buy anything. Yeah, and then, we can, and then we'll go to Max yeah. Brenner. We'll go to Max Brenner afterward. Won't that be wonderful? Okay, go back to your boys' club. I know you're all doing <laughs> funny things. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you're measuring, what are you, measuring your penises? Is no, that cute? No, we're just taking fun <laughs> phone calls like the one you just made. Oh, that's so fun. I'm so happy you boys are having a good time together. Beverly, <laughs> I love doing? you. I love you, no, Beverly. I love you. Listen to me. Be careful out there because police will shoot you if you're okay. black man. All right. Well, you have, okay? a, you have a great night. Okay. You too. Love you. Kiss, kiss. No, 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 Hi, everybody. Tim Heidecker here. We have a brand new Office Hours that just came out of the oven. We've got legendary psych rocker Ty Siegel. And Doug is back from down under. G'day. G'day. And his mommy came with him. Mommy and Gary Lusenhop are here, too. Alicia let me know that she finished the White Album, has thoughts on that. So much more on this legendary episode of Office Hours. Find us on your podcast app of choice or watch us on YouTube at youtube.com slash office hours live. Who are the animals? Because I don't smell them. Half hour of power. Hello. Hi. Is this Neil? Yeah, hey, I'm, uh, I'm just going to walk into a big wall of noise right now, but... Neil Haggerty, where what where are you calling from, Neil Haggerty of Howling Hex? I'm on uh, Red River in Austin with Fireland. And you're performing tonight. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I just want to say hi, you know. Are you calling from the show? Yeah, I'm in the show. <laughs> like you're on you're not on stage now, are you? No, they pushed me back. They want to hold the uh, last time. There we go. I just thought I could give you guys the... We just played... The what I've been dealing with for the last month. We played the single tonight. Oh, yeah? The single's so great. Oh, thanks, man. Full Moon and Gemini. Yeah. When did you record this? Oh, at the end of the European tour in, like, in the middle of June... Oh, that's right. And, you, had, uh, you had talked about it. Who plays on this? Alexis Taylor. Uh, this guy and Nick Marshall from uh, Manchester. 
I love it. Yeah. Oh man, I'm glad you asked. Yeah. So how's the tour yeah, going? Oh, it's crazy. Yeah. You're it's here. The last show. This is the last show in Austin. Yeah. AP Mike is here. How you doing, Neil? Hey. You like little feet, man? What was that? Do you like Little Feet? Oh, Little Feet? Some, yeah, some, I like that first album a lot. That's a good one. Uh, yeah. Is that y'all going to Memphis? I am. Uh, I'm going to Gonerfest. All oh, right. I can't that's wait. A, that's a Dixie Chicken down there. I guess they get some, you could get some Dixie Chicken down in... Uh, down in... Uh, in you ready for me to just disappear? Or? No, you keep talking. Uh, I just want to, you got to hear this noise. Who is that? You got me. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's how it is, though. I'm, I'm lucky I know it's, I'm in Austin. I can, I can see the... Yeah, so. let alone to know who the uh, who else is on the bill, right? That's, it, that's the extent of my... Yeah. Uh, I got pulled over today, too, so I'm a little you know. You got pulled... Uh, what, what did you get pulled over for? What? What did you get pulled over for? Oh, I have Colorado license plates, man. What was that? I have Colorado license plates. Oh, so just because out of state, they were just... That's it. Yeah, no, I'm saying it's a whistle. I just uh, cruise control and everything, and the guys just, you know... Yeah. Yeah. All the Well, I'm glad you're okay, Neil. So far. So far. You get home safe. <laughs> you get home Things safe. Things Yeah. All right, buddy. I'm going to take some of these other calls. All right, yeah, you want to hear this? Uh, I'll see you, man. Good luck, All right. We'll talk to you soon. Wow. Woo! Neil, Neil Michael Haggerty yeah. uh, from the band Howling Hex, formerly from Pussy Galore and Royal Trucks, and he's on tour now, finishing his shows up. Uh that's exciting. Austin's a great town. Have you guys been there? To Austin? Yeah. 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 Have you been to Austin, Jason? I've never been. Oh, it's a great town. I've only been to, uh, was it? I guess it was Houston. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I've never been to Austin. No. Pat? Many times. Many times. You like it? Love Austin. Great music town. Yeah. Touring? Oh, oh touring, yep. And uh, I was going to say that the, the pizza's overpriced. Mm-hmm. They, make, they, they have like a Hoboken slice place. Uh-huh. <laughs> really? It's like it in Austin, really? And it's, it's like $5 or something. Uh-huh. The Hoboken it's slice. It's ridiculous. Uh-huh. I love it. Jim, yeah. have you been to, to Austin? I have not been, but I've seen the Richard Link, Linklater movie, so I feel like I've been there. Part of you has been there then Part to see right. Slacker. and Sure. I just watched the documentary on Richard Linklater. There's a the documentary that talks about him. Have you has anybody seen that? I saw it's on Showtime, right? I think. I watched it on demand. Oh, okay. I don't know. I don't know okay. about Showtime. Like, <laughs> I think it's on Showtime know, on I demand. Know, I don't know the fancy uh-huh. cable plan you've got. <laughs> yeah, I'm all a fancy. Okay. On these right. things. Right. Sorry. I, think I, I don't <laughs> have the gold package. I got the silver. I think. Yeah. Before DVD guy can get it. <laughs> yeah, the guy in the like Dwayne Reed parking lot. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Uh, yeah, these. It, it, I had a funny incident today. The uh, there's, there's actually in, in this other bar I'm working at. There's a uh, a guy who who makes appointments with the DVD bootlegger. Yeah, I mean, he literally waits for him. You know, they they meet every week at a certain time, and uh, there was a, a police investigation going on in the neighborhood. Uh, one of the uh, businesses across the street. Uh, somebody tried to break in, so they were asking the owner of the bar I'm working at whether uh, he had any video footage. They they wanted to look at the video footage from outside the the bar. Okay. So there were there were three police officers there, and then uh, they were looking at uh, on his uh, laptop, and then the the D- DVD bootlegger came in, <laughs> and. Uh, he, the, the guy he was supposed to meet is just like Ixnay, you know, scram. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he hustled them out, and and uh, you know everybody was good. Any any hot movies you've gotten? Well, I guess they're all hot, but any <laughs> they're all they're all hot movies. Any anything good? 
no, actually, I mean, as a, as a gag, I, I, I picked up a Sausage Party, and I made it about 10 minutes in, and, and I had to stop. It, it, was, it was unwatchable. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that's been it. It was an unwatchable because of the quality of the movie or the quality of the screener? It was the quality of the movie. Uh-huh. Yeah. Are these like stole, uh, stolen files, or are they somebody filming in the theater? Now, I, essentially, I guess there's all these websites where this stuff is. Yeah. And these... These guys basically download because it because everything's burn it. digital yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, These things are all digitally projected, so yeah. people are just. I mean, I just don't have the patience to go to those websites, and I don't mm. like watching stuff on my computer like that. Mm. So, I'll pay the five dollars sure. for the uh, convenience. And there was a, a Netflix movie you gave me, uh, Django. Yeah. And uh, there was a spider on my wall, mm-hmm. and I put a cup over him. And then I needed something to slide under the cup, uh-huh. so I re I grabbed the closest thing. It was a magazine, and I couldn't fit the magazine under, uh-huh. so I grabbed the next closest thing was a Netflix envelope, and it had Django in it. Uh-huh. I grab I slid it under the cup, and I got that spider pressed against the cup, and I went out the front door, and I threw the cup and the thing in the lawn. And then I went back out and got it later. So uh-huh. oh, okay. it's fine. Yeah. You threw the cup with the bug in it? Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, I just go, oh, get away from me. Uh-huh. Like it's dark. I don't know if this spider is going to fly mm. off back on me. But was it a plastic cup? Um, No, it was a glass cup on the grass. Cool. Okay. The it was grass. fine. Okay. It was fine. Uh-huh. Welcome to the half hour power caller. Hello. The board has once again come back from the cold. Come in from the cold. How are you, Tom? I'm good. Who is this? Crocodile Genna from the board. The board has once again come in from the cold. Okay, yeah. Is this guy speaking in code? No, you know, the old, you know, the Jean-Louis Carré novel, Spy Came In From The yes. Cold, uh-huh. Russian Joke. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Remember I called you yeah, we back remember. in December? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The other show? Uh-huh. How no, you doing, Mike? I don't remember. I remember, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember. I think not at all. The call didn't go well, right? Yeah. Wasn't it a, there a bad ending to it? I destroyed minds because I spoke Russian to people who couldn't take Russian. Okay, here we go. I like where this call's going. <laughs> okay. You know. Look, so how what, are you, Tom? I'm great. What's your name again, bro? Crocodile Genna. Crocodile. Gennady the Crocodile from the board. Okay. From the board. Yeah. All right, from the board. From the board. From the cold. I think he means the chat. From the cold, from the board. The chat board. Yeah. Yeah. You're back. I'm back. Remember I talked to you about Philadelphia and the guys fighting? No. no not, at all. not really. You don't remember that? No, yeah, I You guys were yeah. fighting and I kept on walking towards it? Mm-hmm. Okay. I remember. So what's going yeah, on could... with you? What's up, what's up with you, bro? Man, I'm just listening to you guys talk about spiders and throwing them off the wall and all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. I still think you should do Mutant Cruise, Tom. I really think you should do Mutant Cruise. Would you go on it? Would you buy a ticket for it? Yeah, I'd, go, I'd buy a ticket. Oh, well, yeah, I'd, I'd buy a k- ticket. You'd see me walking around dressed yeah. like um, Daryl oh, Dragon. No, I wouldn't. Captain That's why. Now you know why. Now you know why I'm not doing it because you're going to be on the thing dressed as Daryl Dragon. Well, either that or the captain from Das Boot. Yeah, okay. Because sure, you're on the cruise, you dress like a nautical thing, and yeah. it's like those are the two guys that I think I could probably pass off. I'll have you thrown in the uh, in the brig if I'm actually a captain on this thing. Don't worry, I'll escape. There are no brigs on cruise liners. You uh, so you really think that there's no holding area on a cruise ship when it's out at sea like that? If somebody goes off. You think there's no area where somebody can be confined? Seriously. There's probably a very cruddy cabin at the bottom near the the keel next to the engine room that is really used for um, when some of the crew member gets really drunk and they have to throw them in and it's sort of an impromptu drunk tank. They might have something like that, but they don't have a cell cell. I just know they wouldn't. You know they wouldn't. You know, just because of the way cruise liners act. You know, I, I know they have these. It's not a cell yet. There's no bars. But uh, they have rooms where they can confine people. Of course they yeah, They have yeah, to. Yeah, it's yeah. a city out on the ocean. Yeah. Rubber room. It's not a rubber room, no. 
It's just a scary guy named Hans watches you. Pat, have you ever been on a cruise? Unfortunately, yeah, twice. Unfortunately, yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Dudio, you see, you like cruises. I love cruises. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm all about cruises. What's your favorite part of a cruise, Dudio? Uh, uh-huh. My favorite part of a cruise are the days at sea. Mm-hmm. So you can go and just mess around on the boat and play like the trivia, sure. or do karaoke. You like the you like all the games and things. I love all the dumb stuff on the boat. Yeah. Well, you might want to check out a program, uh, television show called The Tonight Show, uh, hosted by there's a this guy who who runs his talk show as if it's a cruise ship, and he's doing different games and things and fun little. Fun little <laughs> contests. Yeah. Every day's a day at yeah. sea. Be throwing bean bags. Oh, see, well, I love that. What was the goofiest thing you saw on a cruise? Oh man, a guy dressed as Daryl Dragon. I can't think. <laughs> um, locked in a cage. I can't think that's, of anything specific. Oh no, that's the next. That's my cruise. That's where you'll see that. Did you ever? Guy, guy dresses Daryl Dragon locked in the holding cage. Did you ever go to a headphone party? <laughs> I never. They never had a headphone party. You know what that cruise. is? Oh yeah, it's oh, a, okay. like a silent rave. It's like yeah. everybody dances, but they're wearing headphones. Yeah. yeah. Well, that sounds just like such. <laughs> a, <laughs> what an inclusive, <laughs> what an inclusive experience that sounds like. Yeah, it's goofy. I got I got one uh, cruise story. Okay. I was 19 on a cruise with uh, my mom and some of her family, and um, I was so bored on this cruise that I was like, I need to just start finding ways to entertain myself. So I, <laughs> I decided to to make it a mission to try to convince the on 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 ship reggae band to convince them to let me play drums uh-huh. on a song. Wow. Okay. And uh and it worked. Yeah. They uh yeah. around day 4 or 5 they they let me sit in on, nice. on a couple of songs. That's cool. And uh it was so dumb, but it it was I don't know. It yeah. was just like <laughs> that was many accomplishments. Uh-huh. Another thing I love on cruise ships are are the uh like the art auction. Yeah. There you go. It's just like the worst art. Mm-hmm. It's always like Peter Max yeah. or something, and you have to guess the prices of certain uh, to uh, certain paintings to win them. Mm-hmm. We do that every time, every cruise. <laughs> but Tom, I wanted to. The reason why I really called, I couldn't, Tom, think, I couldn't think of anything to say to that. <laughs> go ahead. What? Go ahead, crocodile. I wanted, we need, you need to do peeper talk as a thing. We were going to do peeper talk as a thing, and you never did peeper talk. Mm-hmm. We talk about all your creepy peeper stories. Mm-hmm. Get those really weird peeper kind of people. Mm-hmm. The kind of crazy people you used to call in when you were on the FM. The kind of crazy nutballs who would just call it, just come in out of nowhere and tell their weird stories. Mm-hmm. Make it a, sh- a sub show, mm-hmm. peeper talk. Okay, sure. I'll I'll do peeper talk. I don't care. Absolutely. Have you ever? And you, nobody knows your name. It's crocodile, whatever. It's like yeah, no, Gennady the crocodile. Yeah. There's no way you have not stared in a window. <laughs> There's literally no way. Uh, yeah. No, no I've way. been stared at by people in windows. It's really weird. There, there. I, I have been peeped. There's I've been accused of peeping, but there was no one to peep. Uh, all right. So you, so you struck out is what you're saying. <laughs> no, it was, I looked it was into a, bad a window night. and I was later accused of, hey, somebody Look. claimed you were looking through a window. Hey. I you, said yes. If you, go, if, if you go fishing but you don't catch anything, you can't say, I didn't go fishing. Yeah, it but just with means dynamite you fishing, just didn't. then you, you know that you... People will say, "Well, he was out dynamite fishing. He doesn't have the dynamite yeah, anymore." You were out. You were out peeping, and you couldn't find any anything worthwhile uh, with God knows what your standards are. And just <laughs> just because you couldn't find anything that met your criterion, uh, addition, you um went, and then you're just like, "I wasn't peeping." It's like, no, you just didn't find anything that that uh, you you would you, you for to, and to to get your jollies. Staring in a no, window. no, no. It was it was like this. They were 
quasi co-workers at an internet radio station I mm-hmm. did work at uh, as a DJ and I looked through a window and then I was mm-hmm. accused later and it's not like I walk around looking into other people's windows you you seem to, like and tell me whether I'm off base on this or not you seem like the kind of guy who would spend an inordinate amount of time in like one of those spy stores like <laughs> Like checking out the things they sell, or like a spy, st- like a, like a, like a, like a uh, glasses cam and things like that. Close. I go to like consumer electronics, pl- uh, mm-hmm. the kind of industrial electronics j- junk stores. Mm-hmm. If you can find anything interesting. What? And and again, nobody knows who you are. What's the weirdest piece of electronic equipment you own? Uh, amateur radio equipment. And who can you talk to on that? Amateur radio people. I could also be a pirate on shortwave frequencies. And have you done that? Yes, I have. Like, uh, like in terms of, and how? What's the what's the wattage on something like that? Hundred watts. Which covers like what a half mile? Uh, hundred watts on shortwave can cover half the globe if you've got a good antenna. But it, but it, it realistically, in an area with skyscrapers and and tall buildings. No, I'm not kidding. Shortwave bounces off the ionosphere. It goes for miles and miles and miles, Tom. Okay. It's not like FM or AM. It goes on forever. It sounds like very bad AM, but people will hear you if you've got a good antenna. Mm. And do you have and a good antenna? 200, 500 watts. Oh boy, you can be heard in Africa, and you can be in San Diego, and they'll hear you in Africa. And you've been you've done that. Oh, it's Being heard in Africa, no. Well, no. It's very. It's interesting. What's the farthest you know that one of your broadcasts has been heard? I never get to hear it back from anybody. I think that when I did it, when I did it, the mm-hmm. two times I did it, that I had a bad antenna. Mm-hmm. Do you know Red Feather? No. I only ask this because he's the local guy who has an amateur radio in the, in the area of my apartment, and I have some ungrounded speakers. So I get to hear all of his ham radio conversations over my speakers. Does so. he have a call sign? Does he use a word I, like? I'm he sure he does. Sick something or yeah, something two? like that. Yeah, but he also yeah. calls himself Red Feather. Um, if he's doing, if he calls himself Red Feather, um, then he's like he's bootlegging. If he's using Ooh. a call sign and he's actually licensed, mm-hmm. then he's doing it quote unquote right mm-hmm. alright this is very interesting you should call more uh, crocodile <laughs> well I live on the other side of the country so sometimes I get in and sometimes I don't ok well try more alright I will You're not good bad. to hear from you it's great to hear from you right Do you ever hear this? Yeah. If you listen to this at night, it's super creepy. Right? And is there any explanation? It's, is it uh, espionage code? They were numbers stations, I guess, and they were just relaying certain types of codes, and I guess people had the uh, tr- keys to translate uh-huh. what they were saying, so... They um. Are they still active? There's still number stations. There's still number stations. But people would pick these things up. I mean, it's creepy. It's strange. Super creepy. Strange. Yeah. Yeah, that gave me chills. Yeah. Well. Better watch your step. Somebody number will, stations are coming for you. <laughs> sneak up behind you, start saying some yeah. numbers in your ear. Somebody will come up. You'll be like four, seven, you'll be eight. Like, M Night Shyamalan's yeah. number station. Maybe we should do a half hour power of just numbers. I would do that. Just yeah. Give somebody just, the key. We just <laughs> we just say right. numbers at each other through the yeah. whole show. Or we could come up with a code. People could translate it <laughs> as we're doing it, yeah. right? Yeah. Like six, nine, nine, 
Zero. And then people be at home going, six nine. He just said Mike sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that's what the um the thing on the 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 Wilco album is yeah. taken from that. The yeah. Yankee Hotel Foxtrot, like that's all those things. And then the guy who put that thing together actually had the gall to like sue what? them when I mean, he he didn't make these recordings; he just compiled them. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, "Hey, you put my thing on your album," and they're like, "Yeah, it's not you. <laughs> Something you stole. <laughs> just to get caught stealing from the from the from the thief." <laughs> It's like a thief yelling at you because you stole something he stole. Well, Mike. Yeah. Final, final things. Anything, anything of note? Uh, you're always, you always have an eye out for the interesting. I saw a couple of good documentaries recently. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw Author, the JT Leroy story. Yes, the uh, Jeff Fierzig. Yes. Directed. Did you like it? Oh yeah, it's very good. And uh, Jeff was there with the, doing a Q and A with mm-hmm. Richard Hell, which was interesting. He had his own uh, slant on things. I, years ago, I actually worked. Richard Hell did freelance uh, proofreading for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my coworkers knew him and recommended him for freelance work, and so I, I you know, I send work his way. This was like in the early nineties, and I think you know things were kind of difficult for him. He was. You know, doing some poetry readings and mm-hmm. stuff at the time, but uh, he, need, he needed some uh, extra income. And we'd have little chats, you know. It was nice, you know, when you come in, talk about music. Mm-hmm. So he conducted the Q&A. He was part of it, yeah. Okay. I mean, you know, Jeff was there mainly, you know. Yeah. But uh, Richard Hell was sort of giving his take on the thing. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a really in- interesting movie. I recommend it to people. And I saw... The, the new uh, Werner Herzog has a, a documentary called "Lo and Behold" mm-hmm. about the internet. About the internet, yeah. How is that? It's good. You know, there's some parts are more interesting than others, but uh, you know, it's definitely worth checking out. All right. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Yeah, Jeff's movie. Yeah, look, I know I'm in the tank for Jeff because we've been friends forever. But it's truly a great mm-hmm. movie, mm-hmm. and he really outdid himself with this movie. And the story is heartbreaking and funny yeah. and weird and surprising. Mm-hmm. And the the audio tapes, without saying what's on some of the tapes, yeah. it's really unbelievable. Yeah, I guess it, it, it's kind of amazing to me how well people can document their lives, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, you know, we have family photos. And I guess, well, now with, you know, everybody recording phone, you know, mm-hmm. video and stuff, I guess you can sort of document your life that you know in great detail, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't know. I, it, to me, it's, it's never been something I'd want to do. You know, it's I don't know. It just well, seems a little. Mike, some people, <laughs> some people do it, and then they end up with things like this. Yeah, no, I mean, you know, I, I yeah, give her. Hi, Brian, I'd like to tell you first of all my three favorite albums of all time: Pet Sounds. Beach Boys Love You and the new album is outstanding. When they're in high Thank school. You. The question calling, I wanted to ask you. I think it was probably I just heard out that of high you school. were finishing up Smile. I can't even put the, the voice tapes. with you. That's why I yeah, wasn't even well, sure it was we, you. We might finish it up. It's kind of like a, it's a sparse little album. It doesn't have very many vocals on it. So I might have to write some songs to to, ma- to match the tracks. And... And I have one other question. Are you? Do you have any plans for touring? That's how nervous yeah. I was. We think maybe we might start touring around Terrified. December. We don't know, though. Oh, that'll be great. It's great to talk to you. Thank you. Thanks, Brian. Thank you. Bye. How do you feel about touring? See, that's, first of all, I was probably 19 when I made that call. Mm-hmm. You hear how polite I was as a caller? Yeah. <laughs> These callers to this show could learn. A th- yeah. Hello. <laughs> I, was yeah. To the, I got to the point. Yeah. These are my favorite albums. Yeah. My question is about Smile. Mm-hmm. Also, I just wanted to know if you were going to tour. Thank you very much. Goodbye. Uh-huh. In and out. Not these people taking us on the scenic route as if we're stuck in a <laughs> bus ride. <laughs> we're trying to burn, uh-huh. we're trying to burn hours on a bus we're not getting off of for two days. Was it hard getting through? 
I used to get through that show all the time. Okay. Which I used show? To call Alan Combs. Remember Hannity and Combs? Yeah. yeah. I used to call that guy all the time. <laughs> I have tapes school. calling you. Oh, I'm sure you do. Yeah. I remember you calling me. You were, you were, um, you were on the bubble, I would say, at, <laughs> at, at one point, uh-huh. you and your friends, right? Is that fair to say? Absolutely. Yeah. On Pat, the bubble. Pat and his time. friends were on the bubble where it's just like. The documentary calls, right? Wasn't that? There was, there was many. The, there was many there was, series. There were so, yeah. so many I series. I remember the, yes. the documentary call. It just like, I just remember it's like, and then there was just a point where it's like, eh, this kid's actually a cool, cool guy. And it's like, like you were just like, oh no, he's a good guy. And it's just like, okay, all that stuff is in good fun. Because I don't always, you don't always know what's the intent behind right. something. We're just like, is this kid going to get worse and worse? And this is going to be a problem? No, yeah. It but was, it's like, no, he's, he's fine. He's in the spirit of it. It was, it was me and, uh, and my best friend Jim. And then later also my friend Dan. The three mm-hmm. of us would usually, Tri- not even t- triple team it. <laughs> it's like, try- okay, now, now you call what's, it. Okay, what's the worst thing you said that I don't know you said? The w- worst thing I said? At, like, or did to like, si- to sidetrack a show or to anything? Like oh, what- I, I don't know. I think, um. What's one you wish you could have taken back right away and been like, oh, uh oh, we sh- we maybe shouldn't have done that one? I, I don't know. I don't. I mean, if, I, I've been wanting to compile them actually, and actually, there oh, I would love that. there is there is a listener who started from the beginning, like a newer mm-hmm. listener that went back in the archives, and he I have a, I have a DM thread with him, mm-hmm. and he's like, all right, uh, January two thousand three, you, and it's just like I have a little log, and I've been thinking about going back and clipping up all the times. Please do that. Yeah, cause that would be spectacular. Making a montage of it, but um. Yeah, I think like um, when we were making videos and getting them in like festivals and stuff, my friend Dan called in and and had like a whole thing about it was like basically like a long pitch about how we were in the New York Television Festival. And I remember you getting really mad that like <laughs> we were steering the agenda that way, and and, uh, and you were pretty you you were pretty annoyed at that. And I remember being like, we shouldn't have done that. Like we crossed the line. See, that's why I wanted to know the thing yeah. where it was like what. It's like, what's one when you were like, we shouldn't have done that? And then now one. you're like, well, that's one where I literally said we shouldn't have done yeah. that. Yeah, there, there was just plenty of others, but I will maybe think of compiling them. I love it. So, Jason, anything you want to plug? Um, hmm. Oh, uh, well, Bridget Tuttle's in New York City Sketch Fest mm-hmm. on uh, October 14th. Okay. 13th. It's a Friday. Sure. So you can go to the Pitts website mm-hmm. and uh, look that up. And then October 24th, uh, the... Group I'm in at uh, UCB. We have our best of show, our last right. show. Okay, and that's because so. uh, you've got a uh, don't think twice situation going on oh, here now. God, because I should mention, I did not mention it during the show. Kristen, yeah, Kristen Bartlett, Kristen at Kristen Cheeks, <laughs> your better half. Yes, is now is now writing for Saturday Night Live. She is wow. very she exciting. Is. Congratulations. Yeah. yeah. And you now are the one of the characters in that movie, <laughs> left behind, yeah. watching yeah. her go onward and upward. Yeah, it's great. And oh, you're still good. just back here at the improv troupe. Yeah. yeah. You want to hear something weird? Uh, when, when I saw the article with the, the new writers for SNL, mm-hmm. I had actually worked with three of, you know, including Kristen, there were two other people who uh, are involved with uh, Brett Davis's show, The Special. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And <laughs> actually, yeah. you know, did some things mm-hmm. with them. So it was like, really? Okay. That's pretty cool. Yeah. One degree, Mike. One degree from one. Don't worry, Mike. You and I, we're going the other way. <laughs> I know. It's you like, and I are going the other like, way. like, what's going wrong here, you know? <laughs> yeah, they're going up. <laughs> they're going We're up. passing them. I'm circling the drain. No, I'm... Look. Look. <laughs> It's a free fall for me. It's a, it's a free fall that I never saw happening. And I'm in it now. And God knows where the bottom floor is. I thought, I thought this elevator would have stopped by now. It keeps going down. Apparently there's another building underneath the building. I thought we was, once it got to the basement, we were done here. There's many sub basements. Yeah. I was like, I think there's an upside down building. On the other side of the globe that we're going 
down into that one or something. Uh-huh. So, Pat. Yes. Anything for you? We have your radio show every Saturday night. Prove it all night. Yeah, I was gonna. I should have mentioned this earlier, but I'm, I'm gonna. Uh, I'm doing one of those. You you get to line up and uh, and have a picture taken with Bruce Springsteen tomorrow. A friend of mine got me a ticket. And I, I don't know. In New York? In New York oh, at the, okay. at the yeah, at Union yeah. Square one. And I'm gonna go just cause, I mean, mm-hmm. why, why the hell not? But yeah. like, but what do you say? Like. Well, no, you gotta move along. You gotta move <laughs> along. Like, yeah, you're, you're not it, gonna have a conversation. But you can so. say one thing. What, what would you guys say? Cause I don't know what, you what know to say. What? You say, thanks boss. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Just, well, thanks, you know, I loved your music. I was, you know, I'm a big but, fan. But I'm a big fan. Off the rails I'm a big fan. <laughs> I'm the a funny fan. thing, the ironic thing is, you're wondering what's the one thing you quick get to say to Bruce Springsteen. Yeah. Meanwhile, one of Mike's best stories is about Bruce Springsteen bending his ear oh, to the yeah. point where him and his friends are like, hey man, we gotta get going. <laughs> <laughs> like, Wait, what? Really? Yeah. How have I not heard that? Yeah, one? yeah no. I, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that. Yeah, all right, it's a time. really good. Yeah, it's, it's a good. And story. it's it's not like Mike met yeah. Bruce Springsteen. This is this is darkness. This era. was in, yeah in between during the litigation between darkness and the river. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. seventy eight, seventy nine in there. Yeah. So this is this is some story. Jim Murphy, photographer. Your pictures we'll put up on the somebody. We put them up. Oh, that's awesome. Great. So people can check the pictures out. I'll I'll retweet them on my on my account and get them out there. And uh, let's hope that people uh, like what they see. And who knows what's what? There'll be another person on the way up, Mike. Right? Yeah. Another person will watch (laughs) past us. (laughs) So thanks for coming down. Oh, yeah, appreciate. I'd like to plug Stanya Kotick from Castle. Okay. TNT. All right. I know you four times a day. All right. Four. The show is on. Yes. No. I. This is just if anybody forgot. This is the guy Mike met. The two of them were watching TNT and were moaning together, watching Castle reruns on H and H Bagels or wherever they were. I don't know. Where were you? Where were you doing this? H and H's pub. They own New Jersey. Pub, yes. Okay. You, can, you can catch me there once in a while if you're yeah, in town. Yeah, catch them there. And, and masses, you're, you're, it's, it's less frequent now? Well, yeah, for the football season, I'm technically, I'm on, uh, hiatus. <laughs> so, okay. So, uh, after football season, I'll be back on Sunday. On a regular schedule. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks everybody for listening. Half hour power. Another classic. 70-minute episode of the Half Hour of Power, <laughs> which seems to be the way this is heading. It's, it's clearly about quantity now. Um, just, so we will be back uh, in two weeks. Thanks, everyone, for listening, and uh, good night. Bye. Bye.